0: Welcome forward. Now you're listening to the Millionaire's Roundtable. I am your host, Lynn Richardson, here on KBLA Talk 1580. And we are creating millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time, and one dime at a time. And that means you. the art of reinvention, your brand, your business, and your money. Once again, the art of reinvention, your brand, your business, and your money. And when I think about reinvention, when I think about rebranding, when I think about taking things to another level, I think about my sister. Uh, Many of you know her as MC Light, uh, as the, the famous rapper from the beginning of time, the pioneer, the icon who still... Uh, searches and, and, and moves uh, in the mindset of strategy and development and expanding her empire. And just a few weeks ago, we were reading an article about her and she was not described as a rapper. She was described as a as a media mogul. She was described as someone who was increasing and growing and, and really rebranding herself every single day. And so when I think about this topic, I certainly will be remiss if I not only, uh, you know, fail to talk about her, but if I fail to have her present with us. So I have with me today, the iconic MC Light. Welcome to the Millionaire's Roundtable, MC Light. How are you? I am well. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, wherever we are, because we never know where we are or what's happening. You know, it's morning when we're on the West when the, on the West Coast when we do this show, but it's in the afternoon in Chi-Town nice. and it's in the evening in London where people are listening. So we give acknowledgement to everybody who's listening at this time. You know, when I started working with you uh, now seven year, eight years ago, um, I think that's what you were after. And it was taking what you had and doing something different with it. Mm-hmm. So what was the first sign for you uh, light like, that you needed to rebrand, that you needed to reinvent yourself? What was happening with you at the time?
1: Oh, goodness. Well, I guess, you know, when you're in this business for such a long time, you can get burnt out on, you know, all sorts of things. But I just remember, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I remember watching other people and seeing how they were kind of, to me, it looked like they were just floating into other areas of the career. But, after meeting with you and us devising a plan, it was so clear to me that it was strategy. Wow, these were specific moves that they were making to to garner that thing that they had gotten. Let's say it was a TV show or it was a movie or it was um expansion in their business it didn't ha- it wasn't happen chance. yeah, it took strategy to make it happen. And so seeing other people go through these different phases of their careers, I knew that it was possible for me to continue on in the business, but I needed to be able to do some other things. And that's where it actually goes into your belief of, you know, multiple streams of income Mm -hmm. Um, and just doing all of the talents that you, you know, putting those talents to work.
0: Yeah. So it was so, several things. So I, I imagine if I had just come to you and said you need to reinvent yourself and this, that, the other, and I'm going to help have said you. said I rein. know. <laughs> <laughs> really? You would? You, <laughs> do you think you would have said I know? Uh, was it? Was it at that particular time because you were in a certain season? What if I had said that to you five years earlier? What if I had just showed up and you know said you need to reinvent yourself? Do you think you would have been as receptive to the changes at that particular time? Um, Or or was it something specific going on at the time when we started working together that made you open up to want to reinvent?
1: Well, I knew that there was a reinvention that needed to take place because at the time I was doing music supervision, I was sitting in an office behind my desk, you know, uh, music supervisor of five, six television shows that was on air. But I felt like there was more that I wanted to do. I felt like my... You know what God had for me wasn't going to be lived out in that capacity, although I did enjoy it. Um, so when I got that call from you, I have I already knew. You know, a couple months prior, the the light you know went on and was like, okay, you got to get out and you got to do something. I just hadn't made the move, and I said, God, please, you know, send me the people, send me who it is that I need that can show me how to navigate all of this change that needs to take place.
0: Okay. So we, let me, let me just ask you the real question that I want to ask you Were things going well, or were things not going well? Because I think when things are going well, we may not necessarily see. And I, and I know that we've moved into a new dimension where we're at the stage now when even when things are going well, we're always projecting for the future. But at that particular time, do you think you would have been as open to being to reinventing yourself if things were like perf like going well? So were things going yeah. well for you at that time or were they kind of taking a, a a turn or were you feeling yeah, like things were... were-
1: they were weird. They had been going well, but then I wasn't satisfied. I wasn't yeah. feeling, you know, that the people that I was working with were sort of dodgy. The, the
0: What does dodgy mean? Does it mean janky? janky. <laughs> yeah. So the people you were working with. So if you got janky people, that's a sign that you might need to do some yeah, reinvention yeah. on them or yourself.
1: Exactly. Uh-huh. And, you know, I just I wanted the business to run like a business. Yeah. And for several reasons, it wasn't. Yeah. And so by then, I was just getting irritated, agitated, and I was like, okay, it's time for me to move on for real
0: now that right there is a word moving on is mature moving on is not giving up you cannot reinvent yourself with all the old material that messed you up in the first place you cannot reinvent yourself with old people with old minds it doesn't mean you cannot repair a scenario but i think you did the absolute best thing and that was to move on because here's what happens we stay in the same situation expecting a different result. And unfortunately, uh, we get to a place in life, like I told you when we started working together, we don't have a whole lot of time. Now I'm not in a rush, I'm not desperate, but when you are in your late 30s and you are now in your 40s and then you are in your 50s and you know that you wanna live a certain kind of a lifestyle. You want to be able to enjoy uh, life and you want to be able to be involved in life in a different way when you are 50 than you were when you were 30. That means we have some goals to achieve. So insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result. And guess what? You did not expect the same result or you did not expect a different result from the same situation so i'm so proud of you you are the queen of reinvention the harvest is here the time is now kbla talk 1580 we've got a lot to talk about
2: more of the millionaires roundtable with land richardson when we come forward at kbla talk 1580 find a righteous range and don't be afraid to say what you see we're kbla talk 1580
0: Welcome forward. Now, this is the Millionaire's Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580, and this is Lynn Richardson, and we are creating millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time, and one dime at a time, and that means you. So I want to talk first. I have uh, my sister and business partner and friend and Uh, co-laborer in all of these things, not only in business, but also in philanthropy. Uh, A part of uh, MC Light's reinvention was us establishing and co-founding along with our sister, Dr. Felicia Shaw, Hip Hop Sisters Foundation, where we have uh, presented more than $1 million in scholarships over the past seven years, uh, between the Soul Train Music Awards, between our partnership with the NNPA, the National Newspaper Association, and through our partnerships with BET and uh, uh, Jada and Will Smith and their foundation and so many others who have joined this mission with us, we've been able to send people to college. We've got, you know, there are real people running around on the planet who have scholarships that were provided (laughs) through the efforts of MC Light and uh, myself and Dr. Felicia Shaw and Hip Hop Sisters Foundation. So when I think about reinvention, Mm -hmm. I mean, wow, the first thing was you started giving.
1: Yeah, that's a huge, that was a huge move right there. And I think prior to that, I had lent my name and celebrity to other foundations for various, you know, various causes. But to actually be in a position where, <clears throat> excuse me, now I was moving into being the foundation that would further someone else's education. That was a huge facelift. That was a huge, re, you know, retooling of using my using all of what it is that I have and have built all of these years, being able to use that for good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because my reinvention started with giving and uh, through my work with Russell Simmons and and running his uh, company uh, for so many years, the Hip Hop Sisters Foundation. One of the things that he says and he tweets and he posts frequently is that good givers are great getters. Mm -hmm. Good givers are great getters. And so when we started working together, reinventing your brand started with you giving. I remember asking you, what would you do if money was not an issue? And so that's what I ask everybody who's listening right now. Mm -hmm. What would you do if money was not an issue? If you didn't have to worry about how you were going to pay for it, how you were going to take care of yourself and how you were going to take care of the people who you love and the community that you serve, what would you do with your time? And I remember you answering that question and you saying you would inspire people, Mm -hmm. you would help people. And so I said, okay, let's do it. Mm -hmm. Let's act the way we want to be and sooner or later we will be the way we act. And my reinvention coming from Being a Jack and Jill of all trades and a master of none, because you could come to my house on a Saturday and I could do your hair, write your life insurance policy, do your nails. They might be lumpy, but I'd do them anyway. Um, Color your hair, write your resume, teach (laughs) how to get a man or a woman, quit one, get another one, get a job. I had all these things, but I was like being on the treadmill. I was running, but I wasn't going anywhere. Mm -hmm. I wasn't fulfilled and I wasn't making any money because I was doing things just to make money. And my reinvention, I realized now, started the day that I asked God to lead me into a career where I could, number one, help people. And my specific request was to help people in a major way. I didn't just wanna help them across the street. Mm-hmm. I didn't just wanna help them bag their groceries, although those are important things. We need people helping us across the street. But I wanted to help people in a major way that would impact their lives in a major way. And I didn't even know why I said all of that. I just wanted to really help people change their lives. Number two, I wanted to come and go as I please because I'm the kind of person, if you leave me alone, I'll work around the clock. But if you try to put constraints and say, be here at nine and leave at five, you're gonna really limit my creativity. And number three, I wanted to, come, I wanted to be able to control my paycheck. I'd had enough of being in industries and in the education uh, industry, you know, in particular where it was all based on hierarchy and how much money or how much education you had. I felt like it should be based on productivity. If I brought more students to the campus, then I should get more money than the person who didn't, you know, or whatever the case may be. So um, I eventually uh, very quickly, I might say, I reinvented myself into a financial a consultant, a financial expert, that was the beginning for me. Mm -hmm. I went into the field of uh, financial aid, I went into the field of mortgages and real estate, and from there is when uh, I felt like I was alive. So I would say to anybody who's listening to this, the first step in the art of reinvention is to acknowledge that something needs to change and to be honest about that. I can only imagine like if you were in the situation As a music supervisor, and allowed yourself to believe that the things that were around you weren't really happening, you'd probably still be there and still be very miserable. So, that was a very brave thing to do to acknowledge, hey, this isn't working. Because a lot of times we don't want to believe something isn't working.
1: No, no, we don't. We want to push and pull, we want to close our eyes. And it's time for change. Yeah, that's what it was. I had to get into the reality. I had to get into the present moment and understand that what I was hoping and wishing for was at the beginning, and that beginning can't be again.
2: You know, it's, it's
1: almost like when you're in a relationship. Yeah, and it's like it's going really badly. But you keep holding on to those memories of the beginning. And that's how I was at that job. I was just like, Oh, this is such a great position, you know, it's it's very convenient from where I live and and I love music. So to yeah. be able to put music in TV shows, but if the business part of what it is that you're doing isn't right then all of the creativity, everything else really doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. And the other part of it is when it was working, it was working for that at that particular time. But for now, what it is that you need, it's no longer working. It's kind of like the the post that I put out there on social media about firing people. Uh It's like, (laughs) it's like, you know what? When people don't do their job, don't get mad. Get even. Give them what they ask for. If you don't do your job to collect the check, you don't get the check. So if you don't do your job, you don't want the check. So guess what? I'm going to give you what you asked for. No check. Uh-huh. That's just how it's going to go. Uh-huh. And so it's it, when you start to look at things for what they are, you know, yes, you have to peel back the layers and you have to. When I left the college and went into the mortgage business, mm-hmm. oh, my God, I tried everything I could not to leave because the students wanted me to stay. The faculty wanted me to stay. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, Vice President Mr. Becker, he begged me to stay. He told me that I could start my new career and stay there. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, wow, that was the best of both worlds. But guess what? That wasn't wasn't God's plan. Mm -hmm. Because it was a conflict Mm -hmm. for what it was I was supposed to do next. I wasn't supposed to have a plan B. Mm -hmm. It was a plan A, and that's it. And that is go out here and have faith and move on. So, you know, when you're thinking about reinventing yourself... The first thing is to acknowledge what it is. And and the second thing I would say to you is to ask yourself, what do I want to give? There's a saying that Barack Obama uh, has that I put in many of my email signatures. And when he says, you know, if you are in life chasing a buck, that's such a small thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's only when you hit yourself to something higher that you really begin to find the true value in life. And the way I look at it, as I say, if you do what you love, the money will follow. Mm-hmm. If you do what you love with excellence. Mm-hmm. The money will chase you down. You won't even have to look around. You will be trying to figure out, well, wait a minute, what happened? What happened is you collided into your destiny. Now, I was number one at almost every financial institution I've ever worked for. I was a top producer, top salesperson, bringing in all the money and so on. But that is not what made me happy. Even though I needed the money, Chasing the money or making the money wasn't what made me happy. It was helping other peoples do the same. The harvest is here. The time is now. Give yourself the gift of wealth with no limits. Lynn
1: Richardson and New Wealth University is giving 50% off on the Platinum Wealth Ambassador Program. The Platinum Wealth Ambassador Program will give you two full years of unlimited access to classes, books, boot camps, master classes, and webinars. So give yourself the gift of wealth with no limits with 50% off on the Platinum
0: Wealth Ambassador Program, available on lynnrichardson.com. Because the third thing that I wanna talk about in addition to what we've been talking about during this, during this segment or during this show is one, to accept that a change needs to happen without acceptance. There is no motivation for you to do anything differently. As a matter of fact, if you are caught in a delusion, and a delusion is a fake world. (laughs) Let me repeat, a delusion is a world that does not exist. Delusion is the world that says, I am making money and I am spending money and I don't know what I'm doing wrong because I never have any money. That is a delusion because you do know what you're doing with money. The truth is you have to accept that what you are doing is not leading you to where you want to go. So it's not just money, it's life, it's business, it's your dreams and it's your goals. So the first step is to accept. I say the third, The second step is to give, to find out where you can truly give from what is natural within you. I don't suggest that you go looking for something that is outside of yourself. Let me repeat, I don't suggest that you go looking for something that is outside of yourself. In my book, The Symphony, a guide to creating and balancing multiple streams of income. I talk about finding your purpose. And I talk about the first step in finding your purpose is just to accept who you are. You know, a fork knows that it's a fork. So a fork doesn't have to stand up and say, hey, I'm a fork, hey, look at me, look how I do uh, when I am working on a steak or when you're using me for a steak." A fork just knows that it's a fork. And because it was created to be a fork, when somebody needs a fork, they're gonna come and get the fork. If somebody's eating a steak, they're not gonna go and get a spoon. They're gonna go and get the fork. So if you liken yourself to a fork and understand that you were made for something and that when someone needs what you are made for, then they are going to come and get you, then you can release the anxiety, you can release the worry. Now, it doesn't mean that you don't do any work trying to better yourself. It doesn't mean that you just sit there and, and you accept Uh, less. It means that you operate in excellence, but you don't operate in anxiety. Let me repeat, you operate in excellence, but you don't operate in anxiety. And so this third step has to do with embracing your skills, acknowledging your talents, uh, strengthening the areas that need strengthening, and, and for your weaknesses, understanding that some weaknesses you are never going to be able to overcome. As a matter of fact, there are things that I do in my business that I am great at, and there are things that I do in my business that I'm not great at. And for the things that I'm not great at, like understanding how to create a website, I go to the person who is knowledgeable in that area to create the website. I'm not gonna try to strengthen that weakness. I'm not gonna try to learn that skill. I'm not gonna try to figure that out. Now, what I am gonna learn how to do is to speak better when I speak. I'm gonna learn how to listen intently when I counsel. I'm gonna learn how to put my thoughts together better so that I can write my books. I'm gonna strengthen those areas In the areas where I want to be strong, but in those areas where I don't have any business stepping anyway, then I'm going to get out of that lane and let somebody else do it. So I want to talk a little bit about uh, uh, light in this segment Mm -hmm. when we we're talking about uh, what it's going to take to reinvent yourself. When you made the decision to reinvent yourself, and of course you've reinvented yourself to be, you know, I think everything that you dreamed of, unless there's some more stuff that I don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you went from knowing that you wanted to act to like, you know, I mean, you you slammed it. Like you've landed roles in SWAT and Queen of the South and and movies and this new role in New York Undercover. So how did you go about the process in the reinvention of strengthening the skills that you knew were gonna take you to the next level where you were trying to go?
1: Well, that's exactly what uh, what you just said, strengthening the skills, that's everything. So I wanted to make sure that I was prepared for all of everything that I wanted to do. So if I wanted to act, I, I, I didn't have an acting job on tap, but I knew at some point I was going to want to act and I wanted to do it well. So I went, I, I didn't take for granted that just because I'm MC light that somebody was going to hire me for a job. I went and got acting lessons. Same thing with voiceover. People say to me all the time. Oh, I want to do voiceover. It's not that easy. I remember going in and meeting with an agent one time and he told me, well, why do you want to do voiceover? I said, well, because people tell me I have a nice voice. He was like, well, I'm sorry, sweetie, but in this world, that's not enough. Wow. And, and and not to mention a really good friend of mine, Malcolm Jamal Warner, introduced me to his agent, which is unheard of. Let me tell you, in Hollywood, they don't share. They don't share information. Once in a while, you'll find somebody who will at least give you a referral to something. But mo- more than likely, you know not to ask because that is not territory that you want to, you know, go across. So I would say the most important thing that I did when knowing that I wanted to expand and reinvent is I got prepared for the reinvention.
0: Ooh, that's good, that is good, that's good. I'm always so impressed with the lengths you will go to uh and through to get prepared like you you have really shown me um what it takes to be successful with your head on straight in this business. You know, we talk a lot about what I did for you in your business. By bringing business acumen and financial stability and growth, but what you showed me how to do is how to walk it out every single day because you most people can't be behind the scenes and in front of the camera, and you know that that's my story I'm behind the scenes, I'm running companies, but I'm also in front of the camera, and I would not have been um, able to do what I have been doing on the, on the Steve Harvey show on Home and Family um, on the TV show that we shot, um, on, on wealth. I wouldn't have been able to do it without having someone to watch every single day to understand how do you deal with the pressure? How do you deal with the stress? How do you deal with the, um, with, with what it is that you've asked for? And you just said the key word, the key word is preparation. And so, um, being prepared. Um, Be ready so you don't have to get ready. You all know that's the thing that they say. The harvest is here and the time is now. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about.
2: Lynn Richardson is making millionaires. One family, one day, one dollar, one dime at a time. You're listening to the Millionaires Roundtable on KBLA Talk 1580. Amplifying progressive voices for KBLA Talk 1580.
0: Welcome forward. Now, this is the Millionaire's Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580, and this is Lynn Richardson, and we are creating millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time, and one dime at a time, and that means you. So
1: even if it's just aesthetically, you know, say you've got a business, but you don't look like it. Matter of fact, a friend of mine started dating this guy she met on Match, and he has a huge contract. He does a lot of work. He makes great money. He had on these wonderful suits but he was stepping out of a hoopty. She's like, wait a second, your car don't match what you got going on. And it wasn't that he didn't have the money. He just didn't have the foresight to see if he's going to complete the package of what he should look like aesthetically. He needs to put some time into that, and so he did. But um, all of that to say, you just have to look the part. So even if you're you're out there pushing uh, business to entrepreneurs or whatever – you got to look the part. So, you know, sometimes you might have to uh, color those grays. You know, some, yeah. Some people think it's sexy and some people think it's a telltale sign that, you know, you're you're older, more mature, whatever it is. But I'm just saying if you want to look the part. So even for me in reevaluating what I want it to look like, I have to start researching hairstyles. What do I want this hairstyle to say? Do I want it to be professional, sassy, sexy, um, you know, urban, Whatever the whatever the case is, so I think you just gotta look the part, and you have to be prepared. You know, um, Deidre Stokes, you know, legal counsel,
0: attorney Deidre Stokes, attorney, uh-huh. yeah,
1: attorney Deidre Stokes. You know, we were talking about some new technology as it relates to apps and things that you can do to better your business. You know, yeah, you don't have to know how to build an app, but you sure need to know how to use one. Yeah. So, in the reinvention of your business, you may want to assimilate some things into the culture of your business that are new apps that can help you, you know, with your business, especially I think you talk about an app that helps you keep your receipts and things in order. Mm -hmm. So it's about trying new things to to make your reinvention a reinvention.
0: Yeah. You know, and I want to talk a little bit about the part of the the reinvention being your brand. What is your brand? I remember the first time uh as a matter of fact the first time that i knew i was a brand builder was when you told me russell told you that right um and i guess you know he had been observing what i was doing with the brand with rush card and with some of the other things that i had an opportunity to work with and i knew i remember the day that i was in a meeting with a big sponsor and we were on the super rich tour and i was pitching the uh you know the speaking part of the tour uh, to the college, to the colleges, so that we could empower not just the broad based world about what it meant to be super rich, which really is the state of needing nothing. Woo! Super rich is not having hundreds of millions of dollars. Super rich is when you need nothing. Right. And when you need nothing, you have no anxiety, no fear, no, nobody can take anything away from you. When you have nothing to lose, then you have everything to gain. Right. And so I wanted college students to be able to understand this. But I also wanted them to understand the benefits of using the card that was so beneficial at the time because they could build their credit. There were prescription discounts. And so in that meeting, I was just, you know, saying what it is I believed in. I remember he walked in. I remember he walked in with the vice president of communications and I didn't break my stride. I didn't stop. I just kept going. And what I didn't realize is he was so impressed with what it was that I was saying that it had an indelible imprint on him to be able to say to you years later when you went and checked me out, right? Right. Because, right. <laughs> because what did you do? You called him. Was like, "What's up with this lady?"
1: Yeah. I said, "What's going on with her?" I need to. Um, she she called me up. She said she wants me to. Uh, Consider what it would be to do a foundation. She uh-huh. said, that "I want to start a foundation," and I was like, "Yeah," but I said, "Yeah," without knowing, you know, what it is that she does. Or, he said, "What?" Lynn Richardson calls you, and I said, "Yeah." He said, "Oh, you better roll with that. She's a brand builder."
0: And and so I didn't know that I was a brand builder until I heard it from someone else. Mm. Until I heard the brand master, <laughs> mm. because he's taking brands and. You know, created nine figure businesses, not six, not seven, not eight, but nine figure opportunities. So to hear him say that to you about me, then gave me the power. So what I'm going to say to you, if you're listening to this, when we talk about reinvention, when you talk about reinvention, the reinvention that you need to do may not even be something that you've conceived of in your own mind. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say to you, what do people say about you? What do people say you're good at? What do people say you're great at? Because most of us minimize the compliments that others give us. Most of us minimize our talents. Most of us minimize our abilities, and we call it being humble. We call it being a servant. Let me tell you something. You can be humble. You can be a servant. You can be meek. You can help others, and you can still be great and know it. Let me repeat. You can be humble, meek, a servant, a Christian, whatever you are, and you can still be great and know it. And being great and knowing it is what you call owning your power. Mm-hmm. Because power is something that has to be used. It, I liken power to having a child. Now, I tell my children all the time, listen, there's no law that requires that I raise you. Ooh. I don't I don't have to raise my children. I can <sighs> leave you with a grandmama, or, you know, at the police station or whatever. But what I can't do is neglect or abuse you.
1: While you're there.
0: I cannot neglect. I cannot abuse you. So your power is the same way. You can leave it and sit it somewhere, but you can't neglect your power. If you neglect your power, then you will fall. If you abuse your power, then others will fall and you will fall right behind them. Mm. So as you reinvent yourself, know your power, own it. Acknowledge that you have to make a change. Start from a place of giving. Expand into your skills. And I'm going to tell you what you have to do next. You're listening to the Millionaire's Roundtable. And we're talking about the art of reinvention, your brand, your business and your money, your relationships, your weight, whatever it is, but reinvention is yours now. Let's talk about real estate, real estate, real estate. Hi, I'm financial expert Lynn Richardson. You've seen me on Good Morning America, The Breakfast Club, and KBLA Talk. I'm so excited about sharing with you the Home Buyers Club. It's time for you to get the home of your dreams. No credit, no problem. Low credit, no problem. No down payment, no problem. I am excited about you getting a piece of the American dream. Join the Home Buyers Club today. Hi, I'm financial expert Lynn Richardson. You may have seen me on Good Morning America, the Steve Harvey Show, or Get Up Mornings with Erica Campbell. Guess what? Did you know you can get your money back if you hire your kids? You can get your money back if you go out to eat. You can get your money back if you go on a vacation. Well, guess what? In my book, Get Your Money Back, Tax Deductions You Never Know About, I'm gonna teach you how you can get your money back with your home-based business legally, ethically, and all with the permission of the IRS. Just go to askglenn.org. You know, reinvention may sound something uh, like it's something that's so far-fetched, or it may even sound like something that may not be possible for you because you may feel like you have gone too far, you've done too much, you've gotten too old. um, And sometimes a lot of people think that you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, you might not be a dog, but you can learn some new tricks. Um, If you are still breathing, if there is breath left in your body, uh, if you can still uh, operate with any of your senses, you might not have all five of them, but you've got at least one, then reinvention is within your reach. You just have to believe. The Bible says that everything is possible for those who believe. You know, Every so often, I get bored with what it is that I'm doing. I get, you know, restless, uneasy. And and I ask God, I pray, can you give me something new? Can we redo what I did? And if you find yourself in that place where you know you want to experience reinvention, but you're not quite sure how you're going to get there, where you're going to go, who you're going to turn to, how you're going to do it, then I'm going to tell you to pray. Pray about it. Talk to him about it and then write it out. The harvest is here and the time is now. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about.
2: Broadcasting live from Lamar Park, USA. USA, USA. Welcome back to your home for unapologetically progressive radio. KBLA Talk 1580.
0: Welcome forward now. This is the Millionaire's Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580. And this is Lynn Richardson. And we are creating millionaires. One family at a time. One day at a time. One dollar at a time. And one dime at a time. And that means you. We are talking about the art of reinvention your brand, your business, and your money. And I have uh, none other than the reinvention guru herself, uh, MC Light, here with us today. And so we talked about the first step, accepting that something was wrong. It was really difficult for me to accept that uh, what I was doing wasn't crap. (laughs) (laughs) Or was basically crap. (laughs) As a matter of fact, it was crap because... I had prided myself on, first of all, I was, you know, smart or so I thought. People knew me uh, to get straight A's in in school. And I went to one of the uh, world's uh, finest academic institutions and um, I was used to solving problems and being successful. So becoming an adult And being unsuccessful in life or at least being unfulfilled at life was a surprise to me. Mm. Um, It was a shock to me because I automatically assumed that mental intellect equaled success because Mm. that's what had happened for the first 18 years of my life. Mm -hmm. Mental intellect equaled success. Because I had mental intellect, then I could add quicker Uh, than most. I could read faster. I could score three or four grades uh, above my grade level on academic exams. I could get straight A's. I could take AP classes. And so for that period of my life, success was measured by what happened in a classroom. Mm -hmm. And I mastered that. Mm -hmm. So nobody told me that once you are no longer in a classroom, that the classroom is life and there really is no grade. (laughs) There is no grade that a teacher is going to give you. So, you know, I think this is something really important for people to understand. Um, I knew, for example, that Bill Gates dropped out of Harvard and so did Mark Zuckerberg. Mm -hmm. And uh, Oprah did not get her degree from Tennessee State until after she was Oprah. Mm -hmm. I think she had... uh, taken all of her classes except maybe one or two, mm-hmm. but she wound up getting her actual degree after she was already Oprah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm certainly not discarding education as a part of the academic process, but what I will say to all the smart people out there is how smart are you really? Mm. Because that's the question I had to ask myself. I kept finding myself in dumb situations. Right. I had a degree in math and economics and finance. Now, how much deeper can you get when it comes to numbers? I had all three areas, uh, you know, pretty much covered, yet I was living check to Monday. Mm -hmm. I was not living my book. I was not following the rules that I had learned, and I certainly had not had enough life application to understand that making a lot of money was not going to ensure that I kept it. Mm -hmm. So I, I would say to people that this final step uh step in reinvention outside of accepting giving and understanding your skills is making sure that you have an airtight strategy a strategy that you can stick to a strategy that you can collaborate with others on a strategy that you can grow through and and let me be clear about a strategy it's written a strategy cannot just be in your head a strategy just cannot just be a telephone conversation a strategy cannot just be Something that was talked about. A strategy is going to be laid out like a blueprint. And it's okay if you don't follow every single step of the blueprint. It's okay if you make changes. But I want you to write it down anyway. Because you know what? The harvest is here and the time is now. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about.
2: Lynn Richardson is making millionaires. One family. One family. One day, one dollar, one dime at a time. You're listening to the Millionaire's Roundtable on KBLA Talk 1580. Lynn Richardson wants to help you build multiple streams of income and create more passive income for yourself. You're listening to the Millionaire's Roundtable on KBLA Talk 1580.
0: Welcome forward. Now, this is the Millionaire's Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580, and this is Lynn Richardson, and we are creating millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time, and one dime at a time, and that means you. So we've been moving forward. We've been building forward. We have been growing forward, and uh, we're just going forward. We've been talking about the art of reinvention, your brand, your business, and your money. Uh, So what's the word of the day? The word of the day, the action of the hour. Um, I'm going to start with the action. Um, The action might not change a lot. Um, And I'm going to tell you uh, that today is to write what it is that you see, that you see for yourself. You know what it is that you're in right now. Um, You may be afraid to confront what it is that you're in right now. But I promise you, if you write what it is that you want, you will have a new... um, revelation uh, about how to get there. You may cry about it. It may be painful for you to write it because it may seem like it's so far in the distance. I remember there were things that I wrote um, that I was like, how am I ever going to get this? Well, it didn't matter. I wrote it. And guess what? It happened. So that's the action of the hour to write it out. The word of the day is Romans 12 and two be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may know what is that good, acceptable and perfect will of God. Be ye transformed by the renewing, renew, reinvent, renew, revisit, renew, uh, reinvent, rejuvenate, uh, redo. It's OK. All right. You may have had the best laid plans and and they either worked out for the season that they were supposed to or they didn't. But now it's not the time for you to quit. Now was not the time for you to give up. Now was not the time for you to throw in the towel. Now was the time for you to keep going. My friend Russell Simmons always says, you can't fail until you quit. Uh, it was one of the most profound things I had ever heard about business strategy. He was at an event and a young man asked him, what do you do when one of your businesses fails? And he simply said, you can't fail until you quit. So that's my thing. That's your thing. Les Brown says, if you can look up, you can get up. Um, I'm telling you, act the way you want to be. And sooner or later, you will be the way you act. Do it. The harvest is here and the time is now. It is your season. And the reason is because you deserve it. The reason is because um, it's not too late. The reason is because you have another day. The reason is because you have another opportunity. The reason is because someone is waiting on you to reinvent yourself so that they can get to the level that they need to get to for themselves. I bet you. I bet you there's someone who's out there who needs what it is that you have not done yet. So now is your time to do it. Of course, you know, you can go to askland.org and get some help, get the master achievement plan, get rid of your spending addiction, whatever it is. Whatever it is, now is your time to do it because you know what I'm going to say. The harvest is here and the time is now. You've been listening to the Millionaires Roundtable right here on KBLA Talk 1580. Oh my God, we've had so much fun together, but you still have work to do, okay? First, I want you to go to all the social media platforms and follow me at Lynn Richardson. I am on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and honey, I got a TikTok too, okay? I got a TikTok, okay? So go to all those platforms, follow me. The next thing I want you to do is to get help